Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Underhood Show presented by Mel Hummel Board. Hey, yeah, we're a little late this morning. As, uh, I always got tied up in the sales meeting and didn't realize what time it was. So uh, here we go. 316-462-3673. Anything alien car, tires, brakes, batteries, whatever it might be. We want to hear from you and answer your questions. And uh, as always, Josh, what's in that package to uh, for each and every caller? So we're going to send it out to you, but it's going to consist of the works, which is an oil change and tire rotation. We use Motorcraft oil and filter products here at Mel Hamilton Ford. Uh, while we're uh, doing that, we're also going to complete a multi-point inspection on the vehicle, uh, checking over everything, uh, making sure that vehicle's uh, safe and ready to go for the next 5,000 miles of driving. You'll also receive yourself $10 to Mel's Diner, so you can get yourself something to eat and drink while you're here with us at the big corner. Complete nitrogen for your tires, so you get all the great benefits that uh, nitrogen has to offer. And then a BG products package, which consists of a can of MOA or motor oil additive uh, for your engine oil and CF5 for your fuel system. Again, just getting that vehicle geared up and ready to go for that next 5,000 miles of driving. All right, let's get the phones ringing at 316-462-3673. That comes right into the front desk here at the dealership. And just tell the girls you want to get passed into the podcast and anything alien in your car, tires, brakes, batteries, anything in the automobile world, anything in racing, whatever it might be you want to hear, or you just got a question about something on the new products or something coming down the road, love to hear from you. 316-462-3673. So anyway, everybody, sorry we're running late this morning. It's my fault. I was up in the sales meeting this morning and it had a lot of... A lot of questions from the salespeople this morning on stiff things and stuff like that, too. So, anyway. Uh, yeah, apologize about that, but tell you what, to make up for it, we'll quit a little early, too. How about that? Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me, baby. No, that's good. So, anyway, Delbert, oh, yeah, finally, after I get it, Delbert. It's okay. You were finally having a convulsion waiting on us to get on. I know. I get it. So, uh, I was down, you know, you're uh, talking about sales meeting this morning and stuff, and I was down at the quick lane this morning, and uh, visiting with a, a couple of customers and actually it, the conversation came up twice. I was kind of shocked about it, but Maverick, everybody's asking about the Maverick and, okay. and what's going on there. I'm assuming that's probably some of what you were talking exactly about at the sales it, yes. meeting. So, uh, you know, I think that's become a very popular, uh, or desirable product for sure. Yeah. And it's, um, I got opinions and then, uh, I'll keep some of them to myself sure. a little bit, yep. but, uh, Here's what's happened on Maverick is the order bank is going to open up here. They're telling us the 17th on the 24 model year. Uh, I've got my number, how many they're supposed to give me uh, for that. And uh, I've already raised all kinds of questions with Ford and can't understand why that number is where it's at because it's crazy. Uh, the biggest change for 24 is that they went and made the 2.0 motor, the standard motor, instead of the hybrid. Yes, Delbert, I'm with you 100%. And uh, for the 23 model year, they made 35% hybrids and 65% the 2.0 motors. And I know the hybrid is what everybody wants. And they uh, switched this in 24. It is now the 2.0 is standard instead of the hybrid. So the hybrid is optional. So what they're probably going to do is charge more for the hybrid because that's what everybody sure. wants. I know that's what's going to happen. Haven't seen the pricing. I know there's going to be a price increase because it is what it is. But uh, from that part. But anyway, I had 32 trucks not get built for 23. They're going to get to move to 24s. And I guess what? All 32 of them are hybrids. Uh, so it's going to be, as we open up the 24 order bank, it's probably going to be nothing but uh, the 2.0 motors I'm going to be able to accept until I get those 32 orders scheduled and put into play from that from that part so uh and you're right josh it is a, an incredible truck it's very hot if everybody wants one of those and i think the biggest thing is it's like you said delbert it's the it's the hybrid it's the 40 miles per gallon out of that truck and, and I, a pickup in a pickup yeah 
And, you know, in a 2.0 is no slouch either. I mean, it's, I think it's rated at 25, uh, but you know, 25 to 40, it's a big, huge change, uh, from that part. So, uh, and the next thing I'm frustrated with, just to be honest with you, frustrated as heck is for 24, it's 65 and 35 again, 65, 2.0 and 35% hybrid. And I, I don't understand why Ford by now hasn't got their act together to put enough emphasis in where the demand is for this truck and give us the hybrids. Sure. That's what everybody wants. Why yeah. can't you not by now have your act together and put it together? Anyway, I've raised enough stink with Ford, and I think I've got a gentleman coming next week out of, out of the region. Uh, to talk to him about this situation so I can hear strict from him, what is it? Why can't you build these hybrids? Why is it from that part? Uh, you know, we're building other things, you know, that, I, you know, it's the Mach-E. I mean, we're, we, now we've got slews of Mach-E's coming at us. Uh, so if you're ready to make some deals on a Mach-E, now's the time for that because that's what's happening there on that side. So why can't we take some of the parts out of the Mach-E's that's battery-powered and put that over in a hybrid? I don't know. I don't understand it. Uh, from that part, but uh, I guess we're, ooh, God, I think I'm about screwed up there, Josh. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, that's the story on Maverick. Uh, well, and I think to you know take even just the whole automotive industry out of the equation, but any industry that you're supplying a good to a consumer, there's there's got to be a, a fine line there where you're either have overproduction of something and you know you're devaluing the product that you have or you you're not you don't have enough supply of something that you're not getting all these people taken care of and mm-hmm. we're definitely on the side with that particular item or I think a lot of our new products that, that we're not getting all the consumers taken care of because I think think of all the people that have taken the initiative to to place these orders and and ordered the product, not even knowing really when they're going to receive it. Yeah. But how many consumers that were, if they were readily available on a lot would be purchasing them or how many people are, you know, waiting for them to become available on a lot because they want to see it, touch it, drive it, feel it, you know, before they, they make that commitment. That's a huge commitment. You know, and I'm Josh, I'm with you too. And most of those 32 trucks that I didn't get built for 23 were ordered back in September. Yeah. Because that's when the order bank opened up again for the 23s. And that's when everybody came in as a slew of all those from that part. Very frustrated. I've talked to several of the Ford dealers with the situation. And very, everybody's is just as frustrated as I am uh, with why they can't build more hybrids for, for, the, for the demand that everybody wants from that part. So I don't know. Hopefully this guy will come next week. We'll be able to get some answers and, and stuff like that, too. So I don't know. You know, It's like Super Duty. I mean, that, that demand of that truck is so crazy. Now they've got two plants building Super Duties. And... The demand for that truck's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, the 24 order bank's supposed to open up somewhere mid mid this month, too, for the 24s. Uh, we'll start seeing those trucks, you know, probably November, December, somewhere in that standpoint on the 24s. But I got some guys that ordered 22s that still don't have their 23s. Uh, so that's frustrating also from that part. But uh, I know the supply chain is still messed up and everything else like that. And we're still fighting a lot of issues of other things and stuff, too, because I, I feel that pain in a lot of other areas of the supply chain and stuff like that too. But, uh, uh, just it's frustrating. You want something, you want to have it, you want to have it now. You don't want to wait six months for it. And I get it. I get it a hundred percent. And, uh, I'm doing the best that I can to try to keep everybody, uh, notified about where their orders are and stuff like that too. But it's just hard when these, uh, from that part. So, but anyway, so that's the story of Maverick. What other questions was flying down the quick lane? This uh, you know, on the so the Maverick was was the main one. But then you know, aside from that, just 
those guys are hoofing it down there again this morning. We, uh, you know, obviously we were closed, uh, on Monday and Tuesday and everybody had a good, good, uh, good break, um, you know, from the, from the grind for sure. But we've, uh, this week has been extremely busy and just trying to get caught back up and, uh, get everybody taken care of, uh, for, for the absence, you know, on, on that side of it. So those guys were, were making things happen down there this morning for sure. Yeah, it looked like the way when I drove by this morning, and uh, so uh, appreciate what those guys do down there and everything else like that from that part. But uh, that's why the facility, what it is, and everything else too. So uh, anyway, three one six four six two three six seven three. Love to hear from him this morning. Anything ailing your car, tires, brakes, batteries, whatever it might be, and uh, get you a great price package about over one hundred thirty bucks for each and every caller. So three one six four six two three six seven three. So I, uh, I was going to ask you something this week, and then I. It just, you know, got busy and we never, never really uh, had the opportunity or chance. Uh, I didn't bring it up, but did you happen to watch the, the uh, NASCAR, Chicago NASCAR street race? Some of it I did, yes. I've, I've seen bits and pieces of it and I was just going to get your opinion on kind of, so as NASCAR, I think is our 75th anniversary. Wasn't that kind of the tribute to, like that. Yeah, I don't. to NASCAR? And so they did this street race in Chicago. And I, I don't know from there, just the logistics of that, of what they had to put in to, to put that up, set to it up. put that up and set it up. I just, I mean, I can't even phantom the barriers and the fence and, you yeah. know, to block off those streets and what that did for the, you know, the, the community or the, yeah. the city of Chicago, uh, I think is very cool. Uh, but the logistics of it just seems uh, the amount of money that they had to spend on that thing uh, to pull that off was uh, was kind of crazy. And then I, I think it was a Australian driver or something or that maybe won, yeah. a, that won it. And I'd never heard of that driver before. I didn't know I'd if never, you had he, or no, never heard of him either. He uh, uh, Justin Marks uh, can't think of the name of the race teams now. If they have a uh, put him in a car, but uh, I watched the last probably 20 laps yeah and he was in third place but you could see he was coming he he was going for it yeah and uh you know he's never driven a, a nascar and he's never driven a car that heavy and he's never driven with that much horsepower either i don't think from that standpoint yeah. either but uh i thought it was a cool deal i mean i really did uh, i wish i could have sent and watched the whole race but other things going on that day and stuff too but uh years ago i went to a a, a indy car race in denver and it was uh-huh. it was in City, the of city of Denver, yeah. and that was cool. I mean, all those barriers you can, you know, and again, you the only negative as a as a person watching a race you just when you're there, you just see that one little section or whatever. It. So we yeah. kept moving around different places trying to, and that was the new, neat thing about. It. I mean, you can go about anywhere in that well, in Denver and see that. So I don't know how it was in Chicago if you had certain seats or whatever, but I saw a lot of videos of people that were there and did that kind of thing and stuff too from watching the races and all that kind of stuff. But that last ten last was fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, I mean that dude was coming. And then we had a couple of yellows and stuff like that too. And, uh, uh, the, the 31 car, he, he led it there for quite a while. I can't think of that kid's name now, but, uh, he was pretty down and out. He didn't win it. But I tell you, when you take a guy that's been used to driving that kind of a racing series or whatever, can really know how to handle it. I mean, yeah, he come through there and I think it was 20 to go and he was like three seconds behind, but his lap times were coming. And I said, <laughs> coming on strong on, boys, it's yeah. going to be over. Uh, well, and I, so I just think of the, the logistics of a car because that is uncommon for NASCAR, obviously. Oh, you yeah. Know, is uh, that they're, they're designed, the car kind of does one thing. <laughs> but I think of all the research and development and stuff that they put in those cars to to do their typical Sunday show, if you will, and then to to now turn around and change the whole dynamics of 
how that car is set up. Uh, yeah. Well, I think the next thing is, is the, it rained. So it kind of well, rain yeah. delayed it and everything yeah. else too. I, I can't remember. If, I think they might've even sh- shortened the race a little bit shortened because it was going to run out of daylight. Uh, so that put a factor into play. Cause I think at first they started out on rain tires. Yeah. And then they had to switch over back over to the slicks and stuff like that too. But, uh, well, and even towards the end, the track was still, you could see spots of it that was, was still damp. So I didn't, I did not get to watch the whole, the whole race of it, but I just think of all the, the research and development of what they try to get those cars to typically do and how much they had to go back and go to the drawing board and kind of change it around. And I love to see what kind of setups they did. Hannah Bradley says Nashville, Tennessee has an Indy racing on the streets in August this year. Why? I mean, I think he says, "Why don't Wichita have the same thing like this on Douglas?" Well, I think they have forgotten had it sometimes, like on yeah. Douglas. <laughs> but uh, it's it's a lot less sanctioned. But <laughs> but I do I do think that was cool. I mean, when I went to, to Denver and watched the Indy cars race years ago, I mean, it was it was a blast. You know, I've never been to an Indy car race, but I've always I've always thought just taking an Indy car down ninety six highway one time would just oh, be thought, yeah, just be an absolute blast. Yeah. Oh, I. Uh, yeah, I agree with that too. But uh, you know, and I, you think about all the logistics, all the liabilities, all oh, the stuff yeah. they had to go through there in Chicago to put that race on. I don't. Know, I wonder when it started getting planned to be done. But I would almost say two years. Oh ago, yeah, at least. I mean, I don't. I just think of the insurance <laughs> policy that one would have to buy for something like that. Well, that and then the uh, who who pays that? Yeah, yeah. And who, what insurance companies, what are they going to cover and not cover, too? Hey, uh, let's go to the phones. Let's talk to Delbert. Delbert, you're on live with Under the Hood. How are you this morning? I'm good, guys. Glad to see you finally made it in. <laughs> That's my fault. <laughs> my That's fault. All right. Well, good. <laughs> We're just giving you a hard time. Nice. I get it. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, you guys kind of light up when you talk about racing and all that stuff. It's kind of fun to watch. Um, but, you know, some of the things that, that you talk about with the the hybrids, I mean, can they not build more than one hybrid? I mean, we got, what do we have now? Just the, the Maverick is all we have for hybrid in Fords, isn't it? Well, I mean, I guess you got the power boost in the F-150, which uh, is a hybrid, which yeah. is, which is a hybrid. Uh, um, Explorer's got one too. Uh, yeah. Scape has one too. But what, what about the, uh, well, the Scape's a small car anymore, yeah. uh, but the Edge, what about the Edge? The, the, you know, uh, why don't they think about doing the edge? That's a I don't know what's seller, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know what's happened with the edge because they said twenty three was gonna be the last model year for the edge and now we're still building for twenty four. Uh so I don't know what's happening with that side of the coin uh from that part. That's but I'm probably because they're selling like hotcakes still, aren't they? You know, they're doing okay. I mean, I have very few set yeah. on a lot and they come in, they leave and everything else too. But uh, I think also what it amounts to is the edge needs to get updated to get into the newest technology, the newest uh, uh, safety equipment we have, and then also the newest powertrains that we have out there too. I mean, the powertrains, are, it's no slouch at what they've got. But, uh, you know, for the new cafe ratings and stuff like that, they've got to upgrade. It's kind of why the Fusion kind of went away was they needed to go do a re-major update to, to that car, and it wasn't worth the amount of money, the billions of dollars it takes to invest or to upgrade it. And I think that's what happened to Edge, but I think they can just slide it in another year is what's happening before they can, uh, you know, get enough of these other hybrids. And that's that's my whole thing is I'm, I'm a hybrid, hybrid believer. <laughs> I, I really think that's what I am, too. Be. I think that's the way to go right now and until they get all these supply chain issues gone and be yeah. able to get manufacturers to make batteries and all that stuff for all these different, manufacturers that build these electric and hybrid cars yeah but, you I, know, ford did make a uh um 
one for the Japanese market. It's called the Madeo. Yep. It's a it's a Ford Fusion update, and yep. if you haven't seen the video on that thing, is huge is is awesome. I mean, the electronics they put into that thing is just really amazing. Yep. Uh, it really updated that car. So, too bad they couldn't have done that here in the states, and I'm sure there's probably good reason for that. The yeah, I mean, and all that who knows what they look got. at? Yeah, I'm with you there too. I'm, but I'm sure yeah. the this the safety standards are a lot less over there than what they are here, or whatever, or the emissions are less, or something why that car can't come back come to the states from that standpoint it's kind of like when the uh, focus went away and we're supposed to have what they call the active and they were going to bring it to the states and uh it never made it i mean it's still over i think don't quote me on this i'd have to look this up for sure but i think it's over in australia is where it's at but uh getting it over here and shipping it over here and all that kind of stuff and it never made it uh from that part uh which we miss a small sedan like that in my opinion in the ford lineup uh drastically we do because i I mean, the one thing I noticed about from going, I had the Ford Escape the 2019, and I went to this 2020 Ford uh, Fusion, and the big things that you know you you don't think about when you go and change like that is like the rear window, the little wiper on the rear window. I miss that. Yeah, <laughs> you're not going to put it on a car, obviously, but still, yeah. I kind of miss that. It'd be kind of cool to have something like that. Yeah. You know, otherwise you got to turn the defroster on and hope it works well or get out the car and wipe the window down before you get going. And then it just never stays clean after that because of the rain always hitting in that. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I and then, of course, the space you get. Yeah. The space of an SUV. Yeah. Yep. That was, that's another thing I missed. But, you know, when they downsize, in my opinion, downsize the escape, it just, they lost me on that one. Uh, that's why I went with the fusion and versus that new yep. escape that they have. You know, and escape, you know, some people yes, tried I, to tell me it was bigger. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. The escape is a, uh, is a great seller for us too. I mean, we don't have much, uh, of those sitting on the ground. As soon as they get here, they're pretty much gone and everything else too. So everybody's got a different niche of what they want and everything else too. Yeah. I just think we need a, a and I'm surprised they didn't make it hybrid as well. Well, there is a hybrid in escape. There is. Is there one? I just yeah. haven't seen one, I guess. Yeah, they're, they're few and far between, that's for sure, from that part. Uh, the 23 Escape is I mean, because I'm going to need a car here in another year, so I'm thinking, you know, if I don't come out with something that I can use, then I'm going to have to go with Toyota, unfortunately. I can see I him in a Bronco hard, Sport. But... Yeah, that's what that's what you <laughs> need is a Bronco Sport, Dilbert. Yeah, I do. I, I, my daughter actually has one she bought here. Uh, I was at your, when I was at your, uh, dealership getting my old change last time, uh-huh. I found a green one cause she's a green lover. You had a green one there and I sent her a picture and she was at the dealership here and they had one and she actually bought it that day. Yeah, well, I get it. <laughs> I get that Just too. cause it was there. It was the same exact model. There was no differences in it, but yeah. I could tell. So no, I get yeah, that too. But uh, I think there's some. We I'm have some, even looking at it for the wife. She likes. She's got the 18 Escape all-wheel drive, but that that uh, Bronco Sport's pretty cool, and oh, it's yeah. comfortable to drive. Yeah, I mean that, that's another one that's selling very well as a Bronco Sport and stuff too. I'm surprised they don't have a hybrid in that yet, but I, I'd almost bet you that it's coming. Uh, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, with the Maverick out there, I can see them just yeah making that. A hybrid as well. So I don't know. I I, I don't be cool. I don't know why they can't build more Maverick hybrids. Is what I don't understand. I don't know where, if it's still just a supply chain they can't get it, the parts they need or whatever or what part is it they can't get to build that Maverick. It might be one simple part. I, who who knows with what why it's the way it is of a sixty five in the percent of the two gas motor versus thirty five percent hybrid. I don't know what that 
I, I ask well, him. Well, hopefully question. you can get some answers when you talk to that gentleman. So, well, I hope so when he gets here next week and figure that out too. So, but yeah, ask him about all the other stuff. Maybe coming down to Pike, he might know about. It. Who knows? No, I hope he knows something. Just not passing on. I just hope he knows something so we can. <laughs> my thing is is to go back and relate to you as a consumer to let you know what is coming and be planning for things and stuff like that and. And uh, I think we have to do that today. I mean, it used to be the manufacturer would hide their new products and you'll be able to surprise the competition on what's going on. But today we're so this Internet has changed us drastically and the YouTube has changed. Everybody yeah. can get everything on the Internet and, and go find it now. And, hide, and drones have changed it, too, because they can sneak up on them with drones and find oh, all that oh, yeah. information out about the newer vehicles coming out at the at the test track. So, yep, yep, that's exactly correct. So. You know, the only way to get away from that is to really enclose the test track somehow, but that's that would be an expense that nobody's going to be willing to uh, yeah. take on. But it would just be nice to know what's coming down the pike and be able to be up front with people and everything else too, and then to be able to tell these Maverick owners, that, you know, we orders we got in here, and there's these super duties and stuff like that too. And I get that there's parts that we can't get, and there's stuff like that too, but uh, you know, it's just like the other day, I, there, I've got some Broncos setting up there, and it. Dearborn that they haven't shipped and I can't figure out why. So I figured it was chips again or whatever. And uh, kind of find out the owner's manual was rewritten wrong. So they were having to rewrite the owner's manuals and get them reprinted for they're going to ship those Broncos. Hold on a minute. We got so many cars already. The owner's manuals are on the dash. <laughs> okay. And, yeah. How about we electronic sh- form. Forget it. You know? How about you send us the Bronco and when you get your owner's manual reprinted <laughs> correctly, we'll mail that out to the customers and give it to them. So that's frustrating. Yeah, or that's a good a idea vehicle too. that's traded in 12 <clears throat> years later and the owner's manual spine is still perfectly intact. Yeah, wrapped, in, wrapped in plastic. Not even touched yeah. it. Exactly. So. Yeah, I know. That, and that's something that people like to do, just to have that in their vehicle when they go to sell it sometime down in the future. And so, but I think, you know, with all the electronics in these vehicles, they could put it on the dashboard as an electronic portion and have a download, free download available. So you can put it in your home and have it there as well. Yeah. Yeah. I agree a hundred percent. I mean, like, like when you do your updates on your uh, sync system, you know, as long as you're close enough to Wi-Fi, you can get it to update that way. Uh, to a certain point, I know Josh is going to pipe in here and say there are some <laughs> updates that can't be done. And that's but, true. The simple updates can be done. And I'm glad there's, there's some of those updates yeah. getting done. And, you know, Delbert, there used to be a joke around this place that, car wasn't working right all i would say is hey let's put some updates in and these guys laughed at me and all that kind of stuff i hate to tell you how many times now an update does fix a car <laughs> so, that's very true i mean they've come up well that's not working i think they had a tally back update. on the wall so the yeah years <laughs> years ago years ago it started out as a pcm put, put a pcm in it and i i believe that there was a tally at somewhere uh-huh. but then that moved from uh, pcm to updates when they started being able to but in his defense now i will agree with that a lot it is crazy yeah. how much it's just like well, the other day as a consumer i want to thank you guys for taking time out of your saturday to come in here and do this show and, and make it something nice for people to have uh, the ability to get on here and ask questions for um a lot of people don't understand what what phil and josh have to go through on a daily basis to keep customers <laughs> happy and and uh, the the heartache they have to listen to sometimes about people that probably didn't do their scheduled maintenance or didn't do their uh, something started acting up. Now they'll drive a little bit longer until it breaks, you know, yeah. <laughs> and then something else broke and made it more expensive to fix. So 
you know, Delbert, yeah, a lot that, of people don't understand cars are very expensive to fix these days. And Delbert, you're exactly correct. hundred percent on that part of the, of the statements you made there and stuff too. And I will tell you the other thing, Josh and I, and uh, a few of our people down at big corn creative, we've been talking about what else can we do to this show to make it fun, better, more informative, all that kind of stuff. And we've got a lot of ideas. We don't know if it's right, wrong or indifferent or whatever too. <laughs> so if someone would like to put something down over in the comments and tell us what you would like to see different on the show or whatever, Love to know that. Love to know what you uh, a topic you'd rather hear from, or some ways you'd like to see the show better, or whatever. Love to hear from you, and love to know your comments and stuff too, because we're kicking it around too. What can we do to keep making the show more fun? Uh, and that sort of thing. What what information would you like to hear more about in the automobile business, uh, racing business, whatever it might be, or what you'd like to see on the show? Love to hear from you. Put it down in the comment show, and you know what? For every one of those comments that you put out there of an idea or a com- uh, better the show. We're going to send you the package. How about that, Josh? So works for me. That's excellent, you guys. That's awesome. Maybe get some good comments coming in. It's like Delbert's got a package and, uh, coming already. Maybe <laughs> more hybrids. <laughs> oh, you guys don't have to worry about that. I got plenty I haven't used yet. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Josh knows that. He's like he's the one who sends them out. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> save the stamp. <laughs> save the stamp <laughs> today. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, I'll, Delbert. I'll call you in when I actually need something and get that. There, there that. you go. There you <laughs> go, buddy. Well, Delbert, thanks for calling as always, and uh, thanks for the comments and everything else. Really appreciate it, buddy. Have a great Saturday. And how's the weather in Oklahoma? It's actually going to rain here. Here's sun shining down there. It's going to rain here this afternoon, but right now it's just going to be hot and humid. So, yeah. you know, same same old story, hot and humid. <laughs> yeah. But it's going to be cooler than most days. But uh, you guys just have a great day. And uh, everybody likes, share, subscribe if you're on YouTube. And if you're on Facebook, share it let this get the word out. They want to get more uh, things going on the show, make it a better show. So yep. not that it's a bad show because it's a really good show. I really enjoy it. So you guys have a great day. We'll talk to you again next time. Thanks buddy. Talk. Have a great weekend, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Sorry. We got another caller coming in. I'm sorry, Josh. I didn't forgot about that. Yeah, that's okay. We'll get, uh, we'll get Colin patched through here and see what Colin's got going on for his, uh, for his Saturday. And then, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I was going to ask him if he what his thoughts were on that race too in Chicago that that happened up there. I just could still go back to the logistics of what it took to make that thing happen is is absolutely crazy. So, but we'll go back to the phones. We'll talk to Colin. Colin, you're on live with Under the Hood. How are you? I'm fine. Sir. I love your show. I've been listening to it for years. Hey, thanks. Um, this is probably a little out in the left field here, but I was noticing the other day. Um, you know, when you go through a drive through restaurant and you have to sit and wait and wait and wait and wait as you drive around, I've noticed more than one time where people will just shut their cars off and wait, then turn back on and drive forward and then shut their cars and wait, you know, and I didn't know, is that good on gas? Is that good on the engine? I mean, like, I just thought that was kind of bizarre. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, th- a lot of that topic or discussion out that you can read on the internet, in my opinion, you're doing more harm to the vehicle than you are good. Uh, for one, I mean, I can think of, think of so many uh, reasons. One for the, the, what maybe you would be saving on fuel economy, your wear and tear on the starter, uh, that vehicle cooling back off and then getting back up to operating temperature. Uh, if you shut it off, uh, you know, when you shut that thing off, if your cooling fans are running and then you shut the vehicle off, uh, that vehicle is still 
warm, but then when you shut it off, you're shutting the cooling fans off uh, to where it's not able to cool that vehicle down. Uh, the one exception I would say to that is you get into the newer technology with these uh, vehicles, and a lot of them have the auto start uh, to where when you pull up to a stop sign, it does shut the vehicle off, and it will start it back up when you when you take back off. Uh, in those situations or scenarios, those vehicles are equipped with you know, different batteries, different starters, uh, that computer is monitoring so many, um, data points of the vehicle, uh, and operating, uh, procedure to know what's, what's the right thing to do. Uh, but if you're just physically shutting it off and starting it back up, I, I just don't, for what you're saving in fuel, it's not worth it. In my opinion, I don't know. That's what I thought. Thank you. That's what I thought. You, you know, turning it on, turn it can't be good on the starter. You know, let alone, like you said, uh, are you really saving gas? You know. Yeah, yeah. I just, uh, I, the minuscule amount that you would be saving on fuel, I just don't think that it's that it's worth uh, worth the wear and tear on the other components uh, for sure. Well, that's what I thought. Thank you, sir. I kind of figured that, but I thought I better ask the expert. So. Perfect. Great question, Colin. Thanks for thanks for calling in. You bet. Bye bye. Okay, really sorry you asked me to comment there, Josh, but I've been answering a couple of texts coming through, and I got a couple one coming through. Uh, Greg Murray, I would like to see more product features and spotlight on different vehicles. There are a lot of new things on vehicles that people aren't aware of. Very good, Greg. I appreciate that. Dan Wicks, talk more about new cars and trucks coming in. Okay, gotcha. So keep the comments coming. We'd love to hear from you. Greg and Dan, so far, you're going to have uh, the package sent out to you, so we just need to... Uh, what can we do? What would you love to see on the show to keep it more entertaining, more things you'd love to hear from, all that kind of stuff? We'd love to know because, uh, like, again, we've been kicking it around here, too, a lot about what to do on the show, how to make it better and everything else, too. We've got a lot of ideas ourselves, but we'd love to hear from our listeners and watchers uh, what you'd like to see and hear differently, too. So on Colin's question with shutting it off, he doesn't have the auto stock. No. Uh-uh. So he was just talking about vehicles in a long line or at a drive through uh, if you see some people that have a tendency to shut the vehicle off, wait, then start it up, move up a little bit, you know, shut it off, wait. Uh, and whether it's better to do that or better to just leave the vehicle run, uh, the entire duration of that line. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to get to another thing here that I've got. I want to talk about that auto stop and shut off, but, uh, Brooke Murray comes back. I think going back in time compared to what's offered today on vehicles, like a 30 second snippet for these youngsters, that don't know what it's like to have navigation, automatic windows, et cetera. Just a trip down memory lane for us oldies. And that's exactly I still remember the day. Here's just a couple of years ago when my niece's nephew jumped in a car and it had the crank windows. And they go, what's that? What's that? <laughs> had no idea what it was, the crank windows. That's all I grew up with was crank windows. So, yeah, Brooke, great point, great comment and everything else. I, too. Uh, you got one for that. I went for a ride with a customer the other day. We were fighting a, a vehicle with a vibration and hopped in the back. Uh, I hopped in the back. They were uh, riding up front, and there was an atlas tucked in the back of the the uh-huh. seat pocket behind the the driver's seat. And I, I don't know how many people, you know, of a certain age or generation would even know how to read that. Let alone, <laughs> I mean, I can think of. Uh, <laughs> I still remember my dad having all those map stuff in yeah. the glove box. We dig out, and I remember stopping pulling off the side of the road and put it out on the hood, and trying to remember where we we're going to go. I can, how did we used to do that? Yeah, I don't. So I can remember uh, on a family trip we went i think we went to charleston and coming back or something and dad was sleeping and mom 
was driving and we ended up halfway to Colorado <laughs> before <laughs> he woke up and said, uh, hey, this ain't where we're supposed to be going. That's like a Tommy boy says, get a new map. No, yeah. I'm going to Davenport. No, get a new map. Oh, you're on the wrong map. But yeah, you know, and it's, it's, it's true. And, you know, Jake was laughing at me the other day because I get in up in my car and uh, the phone hooks up to Apple CarPlay. And the first thing pops up, you going home, going to work. You know, I just hit it. Why not? I want to see when I, I want. I want to see the ETA for some reason. I just do. Really? I don't okay. know why. I do, but every time I get, it, I do it. Uh, but you know, it's like last night coming back from the race and stuff. I do the same thing. Hit it home. I know what time I'm going to get home. So I'm planning in my head what's going to happen. But but Brooke, you're exactly correct. Backup cameras. That's another one. Oh yeah. You know. I mean, now we can't, you can't even sell a vehicle now without a backup camera. Yeah. You know, cruise control. I remember when uh, my whole family of seven went to uh, Six Flags over Texas. And there was uh, seven of us in a four-door sedan. My dad built a shelf back there in the back seat so we could hang out and everything. Had no cruise control. I remember him driving with the left foot because his right foot got tired going down the road. He was driving, driving with his left foot on the accelerator. Uh, so yeah, it's that's Brooke. You're that's a we get. I don't know how long we talk yeah, about that stuff for for quite a while. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, uh, Larry Frederick. Hey, Josh. Larry here. Did you get my address correct for the coupon mail? So yeah, so Larry, we've sent that coupon out uh, twice to you, uh, and I've sent two coupons out to the the correct address, and we've not received it back or anything like that. So what uh, I had Sydney call you or reach out to you, and what we're gonna, I'm just gonna keep it here in the store, so it's here for you to use. Come on in, and we'll have it. Uh, we'll have it here for you to use. Uh, with that one, like I said, I've sent sent two two packages out uh, to that same address there. So we'll yeah. we'll have it here for you to use. Okay, and Dan Wicks, a lot of people don't know how to use navigation. You know, hey, that's true too, Dan. I get it. You can, now they've got them where you can talk to it and speak to it and everything else too. But I'm going to show you another trick that happened to me that I didn't know did it either. And I remember years ago, I was trying to help a lady with her navigation, and it did, but I could never figure out how to do it. She was going to make a trip, but she wanted to stop a couple different places that the nav wasn't going to take her. I could they call it waypoints. I could never figure out how to get that set up. And I fought it and fought it and fought it. It wouldn't, wouldn't work. I'm sure it is. You know. So yesterday, we're going to Salina to race, and I need to go pick up Nick Ballman at his house. And I ready again, it picked up because it, it has on my calendar, I'm going to Salina. So the, the car says. play popped up, said, hey, you going to Salina Speedway? Yeah, I'm going there. Click. So then all of a sudden I realized, hey, I text Nick. I said, hey, send me your home address again. I know I know about where you live, but I want to make sure I don't miss turns or whatever. So I went in and plugged in his deal. I said, hey, do you want to add this as a stop? Sure do. And guess what? It took me to Nick's house, then it took me to Salina Speedway. Bing, very bang, cool. boom. So very yeah. easy, very stuff that I used to fight. So, yeah, I would love to uh, go down memory lane a little bit with that kind of stuff. But uh, And uh, Keith needs an oil change on his Bronco. Okay, we'll get you on the list, Dan. We'll get you the first of the week and get you over here and get, get Keith's car taken care of. So anyway, keep the comments coming. So, so far we've got a few people are going to get some, uh, the oil change packages for making the comments stuff. Just love to hear from you. What you'd love to see different on the show and everything else too, from that part. So three, one, six, four, six, two, three, six, seven, three. If you want to talk to us, love to hear from you. Still get the price package for the phone call too. Yep. Yep. For sure. So anyway, back to the auto stop that, uh, Colin called in about, and uh, a lot of people don't realize what's what that auto stops doing. I remember when it first came out, everybody's freaking out and what it's going to you know hurt the starter, hurt the battery, all that kind of stuff. And basically, when they put the auto stop on those cars, they put a better starter and a better battery in them to make that work. But the reason it's really truly there is the cafe ratings, which is a corporate average fuel economy that the manufacturers have to hit. The government sets this stupid high standard for them to hit. If they put the auto stop on these cars, it gave them points towards that cafe rating. Now, is it saving a lot of fuel setting the stoplights? 
don't think so. But if you're in a busy, compacted metro area and you got 30 cars sitting there at one time, sitting at that stoplight, and they all shut off, yeah, is it going to cut down the emissions? Sure it is. Is it going to save a lot of fuel? No. But it's going to save some. But that's why the auto stop is there. Now, I hated it at first, but guess what? I kind of get used to it. Now, the way they work, you can hardly tell when they shut off. You can hardly tell when they start anymore. But before, it was it was kind of a herky-jerky shut off and a yeah. herky-jerky start. But today, you can't tell it. I mean, to me, I can't tell it. Well, and there's, I think it's uh, across so many manufacturers, too, that it's just become yeah. more and more common. And again, everybody's advanced their technology to, to just make it integrate much better uh, without filling it, for sure. Yep. Yep, exactly. So anyway, so that's the whole story on auto stop is why it's there. Why do we have it? Why do we need it? And, uh, you know, when this chip thing kind of hit, they started taking it out of cars. And I don't know. What that did to their cafe ratings, I don't know if the government relaxed on some of this or whatever. In part, I don't know. It's I don't know. And uh, the Bronco does great on fuel. Yeah, the Bronco Sports they are very very fuel efficient. I would love to see a hybrid put in one of those. It'd probably be a forty five mile a gallon deal for them. <laughs> instead of that Maverick being forty or whatever. But from that part, but the, but there's got to be some reason they can't build more hybrids. There's got to be some part supply or the or something they can't get what they need or whatever to make those happen. From that part, I'm not sure what from that part, but. I guess we'll find out shortly down the road, hopefully next week. So anyway, uh, Josh, uh, as we get more comments coming in, we'll make sure we get these people or packages out and stuff too for making their comments of what we can do to make the show better. What can we do to make the show more interesting? And what would you like to hear about? What would you like to learn about uh, for us so we can put things in a perspective for you and, and that sort of stuff too. So anyway, Josh, uh, anything else happened exciting? You know, last week we had some interesting pictures of vehicles coming in for the recalls that were very dangerous to be out on our roads today, but uh, they're still driving down the road. So uh, it's definitely been a, a very busy week uh, this week for sure. You know, and it's un- been unseasonably too, as far as a lot of rain. Um, yeah. From, um, and then you know, typically this time of year, and we've had quite a bit of AC uh, concerns or complaints. But with as wet as it's been, I mean, it seems like it's either a hundred or rain uh, here the last couple of days for sure. Yep. Exactly. So anyway, uh, so keep the comments coming. If anybody else got anything else you'd love to hear about or want to see on the show or whatever, love to hear from you on that part. We'll get you a great price package just for your comment to, to that because we've had a lot of discussions around here how to keep improving the show, do things with the show and all that stuff too. So anyway, uh, Josh, we're kind of running out of time here a little bit. It's uh, started a little late. Like you said, we're going to stop it a little early. <laughs> call, call it a little soon. Call a little soon. So uh, uh trying to think if there's anything else we need to cover talk about we got uh, we talked about the maverick talked about super duties we talked about uh hybrids we talked about all kinds of stuff this morning so anyway uh we need to thank our sponsors that help us keep this show going each and every week which is big corner creative for all your advertising needs hey if you need anything to advertise your business jesse's got a great team of people down there that can help you with traditional advertising google advertising web page design vehicle wraps window wraps window tint race car wraps, whatever it is to help advertise your business they're down there to help you with all your advertising needs as they say just Google us. Uh, uh, go to rent right side here, Mountain Ford. Hey, we finally got a great inventory back over there. Finally, with uh, with for stand. So if you're looking for something for a 12 or 15 passenger van, Expedition, Explorer, whatever it is you need to rent, don't want to put the miles on your car, or your car doesn't want to go that far, whatever. He's got a great fleet of vehicles over there for you right inside here at Mellon Ford to help you with all your rental needs. And Josh, I went back there the other day and I needed a 12 passenger van. He's gone. They're all they were out. Out. Yeah. out. So we're, and that's the one thing right now, Ford transits are hard to get. And especially the passenger ones are hard to get through Ford. 
And I had an enterprise guy here the other day, and they used to roll their cars at 30,000. They're rolling now at 60, 70, 80, and even 90,000 miles before they're rolling their cars out just because they can't get the product either from their manufacturers. It's not just for it's all their manufacturers from that part. So uh, yeah. feel blessed to have the amount of cars we have over there in our, in our rental fleet. So if you're looking for something to rent or from that part, I'd love to help you with that part too. And then uh, BG products. BG products. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we had an interesting week this week. They want to come over and, uh, and do a, some different tests, some longer tests. And it's really hard right now. And I just told them, I said, guys, they want to take it for three weeks. Oh, so yeah. I can put a bunch of miles on it and really do a longer longevity test than what they've been doing on some of these cars. And I told my son, I'm, I'm game, but if I sell it, you got to get it back because of the supply and demand. We've got it for our used cars and everything else too. But I love them doing that. They're going out there. They take their products. They do a dyno and a road test on these cars and show what the car is like. Then they run their products through there and they actually take borescopes, go down and look inside the engines and stuff like yep. that, and then run tests again and then put it back on the dyno and show all the improvements that their products make and stuff too. And I get, they've got to have it for three weeks to, to be able to get some miles on it and be able to show exactly how much those products are improving. And, and again, they're just constantly trying to improve their game too, uh, from that part, that standpoint too. So all their products they have, their BG products are great. They're not snake oil. They're not technician in the can, but they are mainly, mainly working on preventative maintenance and making your car run many, many more miles and uh, just excited to be partnered with those guys and excited to give the cars they have and everything else like that. Plus, you're just a great group of guys over there that love working with you and stuff like that, too, and everything from that part. So BG Products, if you want to keep your car running many, many more miles, make sure you talk to one of our service advisors and let them help guide you down the right path to put you the right products in your car for your driving habits. Because Josh and I, we, me and Josh have this problem called WFO, wide <laughs> open, is what we kind of have. So. Anyway, everybody drives different and everything else like that. So you need to set up a maintenance schedule that works best for your car and how long you're going to keep it and everything else from that part. So anything else, that, closing thoughts, anything at all, Josh, anything whatsoever? You know, let us, uh, if you need that service or that multi-point inspection, we're here to here to take care of you for sure. Okay, everybody, thanks for your comments out there. We will get you your packages sent out for what you want to see differently on a show. So think about that for next week. We'll do the same thing next week. So think about what you'd like to hear, see, or different on the show or what you'd like us to do different. Even time, if you want a different time, I'd love to hear anything you have an idea that would make your show better uh, from that part because we want to continue to make this show great. We've been doing this show. I got to remember, Josh, I think it was, uh, God, I can't remember what year I started this thing. I want to say like 07, but I, maybe I was before, before then, like 04, maybe. Because we came over here in 08. Yeah, that's true too. So I'm thinking it's O two or three somewhere yeah. in there was when we started this show. I, I got it. I got it written down somewhere or whatever. But uh, we've changed the show Dracula over the, since then and everything else too from that part. So anyway, everybody, think about what you'd like to hear different on the show or see differently or want it differently. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, everybody, have a great Saturday. Enjoy your holiday. Uh, holiday weekend's over, isn't it? It is. It's still kind of the holiday, <laughs> isn't it? Right, the Fourth of July. So anyway, everybody, have a great Saturday, and we will talk to you next Saturday, nine o'clock.